Bichlod HaRav El Presidente, and a very special Mazel Tov to Reb Eitan Ambalu on the birth of his son. The birth is going to be over Shabbos. Very exciting, and we're all so happy for you, and the boy should bring you only Naches, and he should be Zohar to bring much ore into the world, just like you and your family continue to do. Uh, we love you. Mazel Tov, and Mazel Tov to everybody. So this week's Parsha is Parsha's Kedoshim. There was a great baseball pitcher. His name was Tommy John. And 11 years into his career, he blew out his UCL in his elbow. It's a crucial ligament in the elbow that you need to pitch a baseball. Up until this point, every pitcher who suffered this injury was done. Career over. And it wouldn't have been so bad for Tommy John had he retired right then and there. People would kill for an 11-year career in the MLB. It's not such a small feat. It's a big deal. Play over 10 years, professional baseball. It's a nice career. But Tommy John said no chance. He went to the doctors, and they said, Tommy, I'm sorry, but it's over. You're done playing. He said, let's try something. Let's try to figure something out. There's got to be something we can do. I can still play. I know I can still play. They said, Tommy, it's over. He said, no, we're going to figure something out. We can do it. I, be- I know I can still play. And after pushing and pushing and pushing the doctors, they finally came up with a surgery, a novel surgery at the time that took tissue from his good elbow and they used it to replace the torn UCL in his pitching elbow. So did it end up working? Tommy John played an additional 15 more seasons in the major leagues, a total of 26 seasons. When he began his career, JFK was president, and when he retired at 46 years old, George H.W. Bush was president. Superhuman accomplishment. And after what became his second-to-last year, he was cut from the team, and he asked the coaching staff, if I show up to spring training, will you give me a fair shot to make the team again? Will you give me a fair look? They said, Tommy, you played 25 seasons. Go home, retire. You had a great career, a legendary career. He said, no, I can still play baseball. I can help this team win. Will you or will you not give me a shot to make this team? They looked at each other. They looked at this crazy guy and they rolled their eyes and they said, Tommy, we'll we'll give you a fair shot if you show up, okay? We'll give you a fair choice. We'll give you a fair look. So Tommy showed up to spring training, made the team. He pitched the first game of the season Gave up just two runs and the team won. He retired after 26 seasons. A hallmark of self-confidence, belief in oneself. And after the surgery he received, as as many of you probably know, it's now called Tommy John surgery. It's revolutionized baseball and there are many pitchers that owe Tommy a very, very big thank you for being so relentless, for loving and caring for himself so much. For that self-love impact their careers and the careers of all pitchers moving forward until the end of time. Ten years after he retires, Tommy's son falls out of a three-story window. The boy swallowed his tongue on impact. He was rushed to the hospital, and the doctors said exactly what they said to Tommy John 25 years earlier. Mr. John, there's absolutely nothing we can do for your boy. He's not going to make it. Tommy John said, there's always something you can do we're going to figure this out. They said, Tommy said, no, you listen to me. He's going to make it out of this hospital alive. And the boy made a complete 100% recovery. 
In this week's Parsha, Parsha's Kedoshim, we're given the mitzvah, we hear all the time, to love your fellow as you love yourself. And we so often miss the most important part of this mitzvah, the kamocha, to love your fellow like you love yourself. We're essentially commanded over here to love ourselves. Because if we don't love ourselves, how can you love somebody else? The Baal Shem Tov talks about the concept of avas atmis, loving your essence. Because what is your essence? We come from God, we come from Hashem. We all contain within us a divine spark. Therefore, if you recognize the divine spark in yourself, you're going to look at another Jew and understand that he too has godliness within him and you're not going to hate him. How can you hate someone who has God, that comes from God? And the problem is we very easily get down on ourselves and we miss seeing that divine spark inside of us and we tell ourselves that we're no good, we're screw-ups, we can't, we can't get it right. And it's nonsense. Explains the Nativa Shalom in his Pesicha to Nativa's Tshuva, citing Meseches Psachim in the Gemara, that there's seven things that pre-existed the creation of the universe. One of them is Tshuva. Hashem created Tshuva before He created the world. So what do we make of this? And Hashem made us imperfect. He built us in such a way that requires correction. Yes, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to make small mistakes. Sometimes we're going to make very big ones. The only time that that is a problem is when we don't assess the mistake, learn from it, and use it as a springboard to become even better than we were before. And that's the essence of tshuva, to grow from the mistake. Says the Nativa Shalom, Tamid sarich lichios be'oma shel tshuva. We have to always live in the world of tshuva. You might say, okay, fine, but what about the true indiv- great individuals, the tzaddikim, the rebchayims of the world? Zichron Tzadik Levracha, the Rabbi uh, Wallersteins of the world, Zichron Tzadik Levracha. They don't need to do tshuva, they're perfect. So there's levels. How are you going to tell me that everyone is created in this way? I'm just not on that level. That's not true. Says in the Tiva Shalom, Ein Tzadik Be'eretz Yase Tove Lo Yichta. There isn't a Tzadik in the Eretz, in the land that does good and hasn't sinned. Why does he say Ein Sadik Be'eretz in the land and not Ein Sadik Be'olam in the world? There isn't a Tzadik in the world. Why say Be'eretz? To emphasize the point that even a Tzadik on such a great level that we look at, we say, wow, he's probably perfect. He probably never had a bad thought in his life. Probably never did anything wrong in his life. Even such a person is comprised of Eretz, of physical matter. And therefore, such a person, even such a great person, is imperfect and makes mistakes. Like all of us quote-unquote mortals also do. He continues that only the Rabbonu Sha'olam is perfect. And that we can't even grasp what that is, what perfection actually is. We can't even fathom what perfection is. So we shouldn't be obsessing over not being perfect. So Bezrat Hashem, we should have the chizik required to have avas asmits. To really push through the Yitzhahara telling you that you're nothing, you can't do it, you're, you messed up, you're always messing up. We push through that to learn to love ourselves, to see the godliness in ourselves, and to understand that we aren't perfect, nor will we ever be perfect. But Bezras Hashem, we're going to grow from our imperfections, from our mistakes, and continue to strive to be the best version of ourselves that we can be, to do genuine tshuva, and come closer and closer to our goals and to the Rabbana Shalom. Everybody should have an amazing Shabbos.